Yo, yo, welcome, welcome to the Millennials Podcast. My name is Meeks. You can find me at the young underscore pilgrim on Instagram. We're going to be discussing everything that implicates young people today. So thanks for joining and we hope that you enjoy. Welcome to the Millennials Pod. My name is Meeks and I'm your host. And you can find me at the young underscore pilgrim. And today we're going to be talking about the idea of pursuing a strategy then rather than looking for a hack. And this notion kind of applies to all sorts of parts of your life. And I think it would be worth delving into this conversation. And we can take it from relationships to work experiences to just pretty much everything. The idea is don't look for a hack necessarily to as a means to an end, but consider looking into pursuing a strategy, which in the long run will bear more fruits for you. So in this podcast, we talk about a whole range of things. And last time we talked about fashion with Virgil Abloh and his idea of postmodernism. I would encourage you to check out that pod. But today, I think just going back to this philosophy of pursuing a strategy in life and perhaps working backwards would behoove you to kind of pursue in order to have long-term success. And the first kind of example I think I want to talk about is in, in regard to relationships And I'll give you an example. So I was out in Washington, uh, a historic lounge that I hadn't been to in maybe seven to 10 years. And I was visiting family. So I hit up my guy and told him, hey, I'll be in town. I ideally wouldn't want to go to those sorts of places, but it just so happened to be the only time we could meet. And he had other friends he was meeting there. So I was like, I'll swing by and check you out. So my idea was just to check in with him. In any event, so we're in this place. It's packed house. I haven't been to the park on 14th Street in Washington for Matt Long. And, you know, I just want to relax and enjoy the ambiance. So it's kind of tight. And I lost my friend in the crowd. Uh, He was chasing after his cousin who was philandering and was pissy drunk. So I kind of just laid back and was just trying to have small talk with various people. And one of the people I was speaking to was this Caucasian girl who was standing next to me and we just struck a conversation no names just how you doing how you enjoying the place um from out of town that whole thing and shortly you know she was expecting me to basically say well you know buy me a drink or you know ask her to basically go to the bar or something and I, I wasn't really about that I just wanted to kick it and lay low but in any event I said I preempted the conversation by saying how about you buy me a drink and she looked flabbergasted basically she was thinking this makes no sense I'm the lady like what's going on here and you know so I made a joke I was like it's it's gonna be worth your while in the long run so think about perhaps pursuing that policy in regard to buy me this first drink and it might be the last one that you buy so I sold it in a way that I think was beneficial to her I'm not sure if she saw it that way so she basically is flustered she's blushing and she was pretty attractive and I said, you know, I'm not trying to force anything here. It's just a philosophy of mine sometimes to kind of see the value of the person that I'm with. And, you know, what's wrong with you buying me the first round? You know, we live in the 21st century, 2023. And my strategy basically was to look for a woman who's willing to kind of temp- temper down her pride and do something for somebody else with the expectation, of course, that she'd get something in return. But sometimes you don't necessarily or shouldn't necessarily expect something in return. In any event, so she, she goes ahead and just kind of like talks to her friends and she's blushing and she just can't believe that I asked her to do this. And I was dead serious. I was not even smiling. So turns out she she rebuffs the offer and kind of goes to hang out on her own. But throughout the night, she was basically looking at me like in suspense and kind of like, I can't believe it. And she was kind of torn. You could tell she was having a mental battle as to what should I do? Like, he seemed like a really cool guy. And this has probably never happened to her before. But, you know, I was just pursuing my strategy. It wasn't necessarily I was trying to hang out with this girl in the long run. She seemed like a nice lady. But I was just doing what I do in regard to how I view the world. And sometimes you want to switch it up. I'm not saying that guys 
should stop buying women uh, drinks, for instance. I'm just saying that sometimes the onus is on the woman when she's put to the task to see if she can step up, if that's truly what she wants. And for me, that's a sign that you're serious about the situation. So that situation passes along. And soon after that, I'm talking to another young lady who is of West African descent, and she seems pretty cool. So I go up to her and we have a nice conversation. And shortly, I'm asking her for a number because I want to hang out with her, maybe do brunch. And she basically says, no, I uh, I am seeing somebody and I probably shouldn't exchange numbers with you, although you seem like a cool guy. We have a lot in common. And I said, cool beans. Talk to you later. So end of the night, we're heading out. And here's where I think I kind of broke my strategy and tried to kind of expedite things in a way that was maybe not the best way. But as we're leaving, I meet the West African girl. And basically, I look at her and I say, okay, this is my last opportunity to get this girl's contact. What should I do? And and so it's kind of silly what I ended up doing. But I, I basically said something to the lines of inspired by a Jay-Z line. And I'm kind of embarrassed that I said it, but I just wanted to see what the outcome would be. And I said something to the effect of be a grown up for once, have an affair for once. And I thought it was I thought it was <laughs> I thought it was funny. But she did not think it was funny. And she said, you know what? I was going to give you my contact uh, tonight. And you just kind of turned me off with that comment. And I laughed. And I said, oh, okay, my bad. I didn't, you know, I thought you'd take some humor in it because you was frightened. But the idea is she changed her strategy just because I was kind of like the dude she saw, you know, let me keep this guy in the back just in case. Right. So I changed my strategy at the wrong time because I was, I was kind of pursuing short term gains and she changed her strategy or would have changed her strategy to pursue long term gains, which is what women often do pretty well. And we, on the contrary, do not do well enough. Right. So that was a very good example of why you shouldn't kind of pursue your so-called hack and play the long game and pursue the uh, strategy that you've created for yourself, particularly in relationships, but it could be in also other things such as your business, right? So a lot of kids, a lot of young people are making local money on the internet right now, trying to make a dollar and a dream, like my man uh, would say from North Carolina, Mr. J. Cole. And we can't necessarily knock them for doing that, but the smart ones are the ones who want to look at this time in which that we live, that you can make tons of money and see how they can sustain their kind of wealth, for example right? Or the money that they're making, turn that into wealth. And so there's so many tools online on TikTok and with Chinese drop shipping, all this stuff is just kind of exploding. And, you know, people are going online to TikTok and, and finding the trending topics and, you know, stealing ads and doing all this. I guess it's cool stuff, right? To kind of make a dollar, you know, maybe 10,000 and make their own products and sell it to, to folks who need those products because it's trending. The idea for young people, I think here is twofold. First, you definitely want to suss out opportunities that make sense, that there's a market gap in which you feel your product or your skills can kind of fill. That's not a problem. I think we should applaud young people for doing that. But more importantly, the second thing is being able to sustain those sorts of businesses. So you'll find a cool hack of how to use any number of tools to basically steal an idea from a multi-million dollar company and make pocket change from it, you know, putting ads on Facebook and Snapchat, all this all this cool stuff that these kids are doing, which I applaud them for. I'm just saying that it might behoove you to kind of think 
in the long run, how can I turn my hack into something that's more sustainable in regard to finding opportunities that will kind of bring you multi-million dollars over 10 or 15 years? If young people can really think about how to do that, I think it would be to their benefit to kind of think through ideas of doing such, right? So it might be monetizing some kind of app, making you know your product into an app that you can basically sell to different companies and individuals. You know, making a SaaS product out of it, for example, would be the ideal situation rather than you know just creating a Shopify account that sells a certain product until you know basically the hype kind of dies down and then you kind of have to scramble and look for another opportunity. But if you're young, this might be a great opportunity for you to learn all the skills in regard to sales and marketing. I think it was Steve Jobs that says, basically, the product can only reach a certain point in terms of perfection. It plateaus after a certain point. You know, you have iTunes and that kind of was monumental, but it kind of plateaus. What else can you do with iTunes, right? And so you have to create the next product. And then you get to a point when it's kind of like iPhone 15, whatever the number is. And at this point, you're competing against maybe Samsung's Android uh, phone, although Apple has like 40 to 50% you know, market share, which is insane. Maybe more. I think it might be actually closer to 60. In any event, what you're trying to do is market and sell your product, not just in the immediate situation where there's a uh, you know, market demand, but over time, how can you, how can you package your skill set that you've identified? How can you package that into a product that basically you can sell over any number of years over time. And I think that should be the strategy that young people are taking. The hack is great. It's, it's what gets you in the door. But your process and your strategy is what keeps you growing over time and, and kind of avoids your peaks and valleys when it comes to creating different products and skills that you're kind of harnessing to, to make money. So I guess that's kind of what I had in mind. It would be great to hear your points of view, your comments, your feedback. And at the end of the day, I just encourage you to find out what the hack is and flip that hack into something more sustainable for you in the long run. So you don't have to keep scrambling back to find multiple hacks, which may work in the short run or sometimes may not work and you lose a ton of money. I think it would be better for young people to think about creating something out of that hack that they've learned. And the process, the process of doing that is, is important as well. So I encourage our young people to definitely think about the process. So ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate your time. Until the next time, leave your comments. I'd love to hear your feedback, but also subscribe and share this video. And till the next one, thank you. Yo, yo, welcome. Welcome to the Millennials Podcast. My name is Meeks. You can find me at the young underscore pilgrim on Instagram. We're going to be discussing everything that implicates young people today. So thanks for joining and we hope that you enjoy.